Welcome to Three Liter Thursdays. I'm back. Thanks, Tommy. And oh, <laughs> see you, Tommy. <laughs> Love you. Thanks, Mike and Joe, for doing an amazing job last week. You guys ruled it. Um, that podcast was really great. We've all gotten better at being quicker. Yeah, it was more direct. It was good fun. Yeah, I think the conversation between two people is um, can be. It's like conversation, so it's so it's a bit quicker and more dynamic and. Uh, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed listening to it. So did my mum, actually. So thank you. Hi, mum. Hey, mum. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming back again. Hope everyone's doing really well. Yeah. This is our last week. Yeah, last full week, I guess. Yeah. A little bit on next week, but we'll do another podcast next week. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's been crazy around here lately. It's. Christmas is right upon us, and it, we feel it here in the roastery. Yeah, yeah, roasting three weeks' worth of coffee to, to send out to everyone. Couriers are our biggest issue, but also a couple of weeks off with the family is great. Um, but, yeah, getting, you know, what, more than two tonne is it going to be? Yeah, I think so. Two tonne roasted every, um, to in, get out to our customers. and In three days. So. In, yeah, in three days on the lorrying. Um, Mikey's... I put a, put a dent in it yesterday, so... Um, yeah, had a few issues with the, the roaster, not, nothing major, just ruined the flow, but, um, it's all good. I think I've got it sorted for the, the, the last remaining days. Um, looking forward to roasting the rest of it for you guys. Mm. All right. So let's, let's get into this, eh? Let's, right. let's crush this. Rapid fire questions. I think it's uh, our turn to ask Nico. Right on. I'll be quick. Do it. <laughs> make it rapid. I'm going to make something up. One thing. Tell us one thing you learnt this week. Follow your gut. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've been listening to a lot, a lot about um, the gut brain, the the brain brain, the heart brain, and you know. Um, I think in business you use the brain brain a lot like you know the decisions the you know but the gut brain is really important go with feeling um and I kind of proved that a few times this week you know Mm. so the couple of decisions that we made um yeah so follow the gut good stuff Joe I'll give you an easy one uh Favourite coffee this week? That's actually really difficult because <laughs> I really enjoy the cupping table on Tuesday. I would say um, my favourite, Talima. Talima because it's just Colombia's back. Mm. Uh, the espresso that we had at the bar. Yes. I think, I think I didn't even time that shot. We just threw it in the grinder and brewed it and... That espresso was memorable. Mm. Uh, yeah. Talima. Rock on. Awesome. Um, this week we got a question from Mitch Parkin. Yeah. From um, Bellino Coffee Roses in Tasmania. So, Mitch, is, I'll, I'll read Mitch's question out. It's pretty long and we won't be able to cover everything off today. 
But uh, Mitch writes, hey, legends, have been loving listening to the podcast so far, so I thought I would get involved and ask a few questions myself. What drives your decision-making when selecting green coffee to purchase? How much do you balance your decision on what you think the customer might like to drink versus what your personal preference is as a roaster slash barista? Also, have you noticed an increase in filter consumption in recent times in your accounts? Do many of your accounts offer filter? And if so, what is the most common method of brewing? And from your observations, which brew method is most popular with customers? Look forward to hearing your thoughts. Cheers, Mitch. Well, that's a great question. Thanks, Mitch. Great question. Thank nice you. One. Great to see questions coming from other roasters. That's awesome. That's exactly what we're here for. Um, Mike? Should we, should, we we just, should we just answer just the one that we want to answer quickly Yeah. in the, in, in, in the name of brevity? I think the green coffee is an awesome discussion but really needs a, 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 a podcast of its a, own almost. A yeah. deep dive and, yeah. and let's just stick to the... Let's do the filter. Yeah. Let's do that's that filter question which is really easy to answer because I think that's where we really, you know, we want our customers to go there. So it's something we... We try and push really, really. Um, you know, that's that's the mecca for us. I think just to go straight off the bat, we roasted more filter singles this week than we did espresso singles. Wow! So, you know, yes, our customers are using it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. It's like that's incredible. Really, yeah. Yeah. No, probably ninety percent of our customers have a batch brew. Do you think? Do you think that's because of ease? Do you think that's because EK espresso shots are just boringly difficult? I, th- I think it, a lot of cafes now are. There's just a lot of cafes run by one person or two people, yeah. and and the blends and the blends great, like it's black as well. So maybe that's and, yeah, and, and and also cafes have they don't just serve coffee. Um, they've got a lot of other things to do lot of other tasks at hand and just having beautiful coffee there in a pot to pour for someone you've prepared earlier is just too good to say no to and like, it's convenient yeah. it's quick dude as a barista i love filter coffee because it it's literally takes you not much longer than an espresso shot to prepare and and then you've just pour it out and being, yeah being able to look the customer in the eyes maintain conversation while pouring them a cup of coffee and like it's so quick so it's awesome for the customer they you rock can be, up you can be generous too like yeah like cup sizes really isn't isn't an issue whereas when you're building a beverage out of espresso like you know all those intricacies are you know determine the strength and the flavor and you make a batch mm. so so what are the questions that, that Mitch asked in regards to filter coffee let's let's revise that quickly and so have you noticed an increase in filter consumption in recent times in your accounts? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, I've seen, I think in the 18 months or so that I've been with Marvel Street, we've probably doubled our average filter roast for the week. Would you well, say that's fair? I would say, I, I would say a lot more than double, right? Maybe, maybe yeah. more. Well, I think, I, we'll I, probably. I, I think I think you know we were doing two and a half kilo batches when you arrived, <laughs> <laughs> and, not sell, and, not sell, and not selling them all. You know, it was like, oh, should we do a five kilo batch? Oh, we're going to do with all that coffee. Yeah, that that so, is, so, that so, is so, true. So, so now, what was the biggest size batch you did this week? Thirty. 
You did a 30 kilo filter. <laughs> there we go, right? There we go. Right? And everything else was 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Small batch. Um, um, so what we, we, we discussed this question briefly before the podcast. So what were the four things that we discussed? So, 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 so I think there's probably four main points in regards to filter coffee that really make it work. Um, and if you tick all these boxes, um, or definitely three, the fourth just is an inherent um, 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 uh, positive, but there's three main. And if, you, if, we, if we address these three, the three things at the counter, then we'll sell more, and they are? Price. Price, price uh, correctly, or if it's cheaper, or if it's the same price as an espresso beverage or whatever they're drinking. Um, ease, convenience. If yeah, it's, convenience is If it's quicker. Huge. If which, you don't have which, to... Which is also speed, can, right? If the barista can walk a cup to you as soon as you've walked in the door and you're standing in the line and you can just yep. leave your change on the counter. Yep, yep. Win. We see that a good day. Well done, boys. Yeah, those guys rock. And yeah. and they two, w- two batches yesterday, two different coffees, two batches. Did you see yeah. that? That's yeah. the, that, that, that's the convenience. So you have a, a Colombian and Ethiopian available on the bar. You can just sure grab is. a cup, pour it yourself, give them the money, walk out. I mean, yeah. that is just yeah. yeah awesome. Like tropical fruits, go 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 Ethiopia. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. like, yeah. like chocolate, totally. like go Colombia, totally. and and that's the, you know flavor yeah. and quality is. It's like reflective of the sweets cabinet, like. It's just there for you to look at. You pick it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so one was price, making sure that the, the, the price barrier is not... And, and it's so doable because of the labor rates. Uh, we're talking about batch brew here. So our preferred, our preferred filter method is... Automatic. Automatic, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because, because then you could do the other three things. Batch brew. Yeah, so batch. And, and the successful accounts use batch brew. It, yes. it works for them. Almost all of our accounts that serve... I, I I can't think of a single account that hand brews serves hand brew as their go-to option yeah. for filters. Like, yeah, plenty of them serve hand brew. I think I think I think Cavalier do 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 hand brewing still. I think hundred um, percent hand brew. Most yeah. I think majority of I think they do. Like, that's part of their I've, I've been trying to call you Harry, so please answer your phone. <laughs> that's part of their <laughs> service. Was in, yeah, like they, a table side. they do a table side brew, which is which is pretty cool. Which is nice. Yeah. And they got a really small tiny space so yeah, it works beautiful space so, so price price convenience and flavor flavor, flavor. Yeah, it wins yeah. it just hands down wins mm. I was you, know, uh, you, you can do a single shot long black which is about the same strength as a filter and if you were to have side by side I think the preference would be filter yeah you know there's still room for that drink and that beverage because it, it, you know it's espresso on water but I think and you know like to touch on that, I, a lot of cafes come back with, the, you know, that, that's not our demographic. They don't like that flavour. or They, that. they, they meaning the, the customer? Well, the cafe referring to the customer, right. our, our customers. We don't live in Sydney. We yeah. don't live in Byron. We yeah, we, we have a blue-collar crowd. They don't like, you know, dude, I've seen so many tradies switch to filter in my time at Leaf and Grain. Like, because, I, like, tradies just want to come in, get a coffee, go out. Their, their time poor so the convenience wins for those guys but then like, they've, they've got equally good palates to anyone else <laughs> we're, equally right they're, or, they're human yeah we're human yeah, exactly. exactly they've got a heartbeat yeah, totally, and totally. they breathe and totally. Totally. <laughs> so yeah, and, and, and if anything for those guys like um, when you talk about the blue collar but that, that is generally you know we don't have a sophisticated clientele people are working they're in a hurry 
well, that is the perfect clientele for filter coffee because Absolutely. it's speed, it's quick, it's it's priced right. You can produce liters and liters for the price of um, you know a brister and, and, and an espresso machine, like you know, mm. you know. Um, uh, so it's faster, it's tastier. It's, you, you can give them a larger cup if, if size is a barrier for espresso coffee, which it is, and so much milk and the cup sizes, and you know, you can you can give them a twenty ounce takeaway if you want. That's fine. You know, mm. it's, that's all doable, yeah. right? You and know, if they convert, then they're more likely to come back for three cups a day. Yeah, like it's. I mean, it's pretty common that people are. We've talked about price of cups of coffee uh, almost every episode lately, but um, it's. It's on everyone's mind. They're all complaining about the price of coffee, and this is like, this, this is, is, is it. This is it. This is know, the answer. This is and even better coffee. Totally, I think, cheaper. I think, uh, yeah. It, it, you know, in in many regards, it's kind of a sign of where you're at with your coffee progression as well. Totally. Um, you know, when you start drinking alcohol, for those of you who drink, like most people, start with, you know. Vodka and orange or rum and coke. Jack, Jack or, and coke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, basically a bit of booze laced with a whole lot of sugar. And equally, most people who start drinking coffee start with a flat white and a bunch of sugar. And, you know, so as you progress down your, your journey, you find yourself searching for... Okay, a, well, a more refined goes, product. Well, like, you know, generally the milk beverage just goes down and down and down. You, know, yeah. you, you get the three cups of latte and then all of a sudden you're realising that's too much milk. Yeah, and it just and doesn't work health-wise. Then, then you go flat white. Then you go, you know, that, that was my progression from a latte to a flat white to a piccolo. I thought I was great having a piccolo because there's so little milk. And then yeah, and then espresso and then obviously... And then you just have a macchiato and you're like, this is... What, not why why am I bothering? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but that, 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 like, you have that conversation with customers and you... They're like, oh, I don't like so much milk. I'm like, well, just have a long black. Have a have yeah. a have a filter. But, but, but also like, think oh. the long, I also think the long black has destroyed, the, you know, the possibilities of people moving to black coffee because it's so, so strong. Yeah, it's like a four percent drink or whatever it is, and it's and, and there's it's more like, room for error. Yeah, and it's a double shot. Like it's a lot of coffee for people that just want. Yeah. You know, as soon as people have a single shot long black, which seems to be quite common, gaining traction. Yes, yes, and, you know, uh, and that, that's a good that's a good move to all good. Yeah, step into the filter world that, that, that string and well, to flip that as well though I remember always drinking double shot long blacks and then drinking a single shot I'm like this is weird and then I got used to it and it's way better and it's yeah. so much closer to filter it's same strength but I think those those customers that want coffee and they want strong coffee and they do like black coffee then go and drink filter and it doesn't work for them at first yeah it tastes like tea is that weird or, yeah or, yeah which is awesome. like tea, yes. <laughs> but uh, I think this comes back to the discussion we had last week or two weeks ago about you know there's going to be there's going to be a shift in um, in in the industry and something major. Maybe that shift is that the the milk beverage is more like a dessert or maybe it's more like a treat and you have filter every day and then you have a you know a flat white or something as a dessert or as a as a treat. Which yeah. brings me on to the fourth point, which, you know, so, so we've got price, we've got convenience, we've got, uh, which is co- price, convenience, speed, and then mm. quality. You know, you can definitely taste the quality in the coffee when it's, um, when you brew batch. Then the fourth one is health. Drinking so much milk is, 
you know, it's probably a health concern for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you see the alternate milk market going nuts. You know, soy milks, which you know, obviously haven't been around for a long time, but you know, almond milks and maca milks and all the different kinds of milks. One step better is just no milk. Yeah, just don't don't drink milk. milk and just drink black coffee. And 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 like even a lot of espresso is it's a really strong beverage. It's highly concentrated. It, we've all been there when we've had a few too many espressos and. You really feel it. Oh. You feel like you've too much acid. You've had a left, like a, yeah. a boxing match in your stomach or something. Yeah, totally. So. It's an acidic beverage. We're not not just in flavour, but in actual in, acid in compound. Yeah, yeah. Like in, yes. Yeah. And uh, look, I guess I'm always interested in. You know, I think I bring it back to a piece of toast. You cook a piece of toast really dark. It's it's not as good for you as cooking a piece of toast. Lightly, and, and I wonder the, ca- the carcinogens. Yeah, I wonder with coffee how that translates when you know it's it, only it, a few it must, degrees. It must make a difference. Like you know, I'm no scientist, but you think you know everyone knows that barbecuing um, barbecuing does have negative effects on on uh, on gut health. So um, mm. it's been proven barbecuing mm. on a naked flame. So that's because of the charring. Yeah, you know, some of that charring in really dark coffee ends up in the cup. Yeah, you taste the. If if you have drunk coffee that tastes ashy, that can't be good for you. That's that's it. That's how I see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm, not, I'm no scientist, so uh, I think we've thrashed that I question think, out. I think the 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 only there's one little area that we haven't covered off on, which is pretty quick and easy. Um, and from your observations, which brew method is most popular with customers? And I. Th- the one they can't taste. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. spot on. You know, hand brewing opens up so many areas for mistakes. Hmm. And well, I think step one, get your batch brewing sorted first. If you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to implement filter into your cafe, number one, if you can't sell batch, then you can't sell hand brew. That's, you know, just sell batch first. Do that first and then build, build that and then... And then if you have time and space in the bar to do hand brewing, sure. Um, I always go to, I always recommend when people uh, or cafes are starting up um, some filter coffee offering, I just recommend AeroPress because it has a magnitude, you know, less of error possibility. Um, Mm. You know, beverage weight, you know. uh, Full immersion brewing compared to drip, um, you know, there are some that that opens up another conversation about which is better but you know the best cup is the cup where for me the best cup is the cup that is easy to produce tastes it's extracted easily and it's um, consistent you know you can do it repeatedly over and over and over again if that's what you need to do if you can't prepare a brew the same it tastes the same over and over and over again like I mean 30 times then it's not in the bar yeah if you can if you can you know I can walk up to a grinder and an aeropress and produce the same beverage over and over again because it's so repeatable mm. yeah and then that one of those boxes that was in one of the three price um, um, speed and quality I mean that third box is really important you know customers want to know they, they, they've travelled to your cafe 
they've, they've got 15 minutes in the morning, maybe, maybe more like three minutes, and they've, they've, they've double parked, and they want to grab a coffee, they want to make sure, you want to make sure they get the best coffee that you can serve them, and if that's, you know, a six-minute pour-over, I, I don't, I just don't think that that's, that's the way, I think, batch brew is. And three minutes, they heat the kettle up, and <laughs> where are the filter papers? <laughs> yeah, totally. We've all been there, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Move on to batch. Yeah, just do batch. Just and, let, and you know, let's make some money as well. That's really important, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. More time in the clusters. I see. I can see why those underbench single cup brewers are popular, but I find that I don't know how you make the money back on the the purchase of the equipment, like the 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 yeah yeah Marco style SP9s ones. SP nines or something. Yeah. Yep. Cool. No comment from me. Uh, you know, if you're going to get a robot to brew a, to brew a one cup, why don't you just get a robot to brew a, like a three liter cup and then just pour it out? So, <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. you know, just yeah. six thousand dollar, you know, yeah. one, cup uh, uh, one, one cup brewer. They're cool though. They look good. Yeah. And if you know, it's cool. I like it. Why not? Cool. Okay. Awesome. How have we got for time? Uh, that's twenty one minutes. Let's let's awesome. let's. Yeah, where you, you can run the rest of it, Mikey. What, Lovely. Uh, coffee menu for Christmas. Um, everything's staying the same this week, um, but we're bringing back um, the Antonio Ricinos for espresso over over Christmas. Um, so there should be a few happy customers out there hearing that news, and we're probably going to roast up a new. Um, Colombian microlop from Las Brisas. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it roughly translates to to breeze. Yep. Um, and it's a triple A lot. Um, probably expect a lot of citrus and and stone fruit, yellow fruits from that one. And so we got filter, cacheri, conga, goracone. There's a small amount of talima left. We've got about 30 kilos left. Um, so if you if you'd like that, please. Let us know, send us a message via the app and um, try and get your hands on that one. And then espresso, we've got Conga, Goracone, Tolima, a special variety coffee, Maurizio Escalon, and as I said, Antonio. The Maurizio cut really well on Tuesday, yeah. by the way. And the, um, and the little experimental oh, yeah, blend, blend. Yeah. which um, our wholesale customers might receive a little Chrissy present. Of a of a, of a um, Christmas blend, so look out for that one. Um, but yeah, everything's tasting really delicious. African coffees are beautiful, um, and we're really happy to be at the start of the season of Colombian coffees as well. So we hope you are too. We're going to talk quickly now about um, storing coffee um, for longevity, roasted coffee. That is just because. We take two weeks off at Christmas uh, for a much-needed break, so all of our wholesale customers will be receiving, and maybe some retail on, customers, retail well. customers yeah, will totally. order up. Um, I think the question is, how do you store your coffee over our break? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, like so. So we're going away for two weeks as of next week, and this is the last bit of roasting up until Sunday. And essentially, you need coffee for a month. A month yes. through to the fifteenth, fifteenth January. Yeah. So when our yeah. first ones will be ready to brew. Yeah, we're roasting on the eighth, but you will uh, want us, the coffee to sit for a week before you brew it. 
Um, and brewing slightly older coffee is better than brewing too fresh a coffee, in our opinion. Oh, um, certainly. So, um, you know, 15th will be the next time that um, uh, you'll be um, opening or brewing coffee from the 8th. So that's a month away. So what I suppose the question is for our customers and um, our, our wholesale retail is, what do you do with your coffee over the month period? Yeah, I guess temperature stability is the thing in or instability is the thing that's going to kill it. A 10 degree fluctuation in in temperature is what's going to kill your coffee the quickest. Um, so trying to maintain nice stable temperature. I, you know, if you've got space in your cool room, I would be uh, putting your coffee, once it's hit seven days and is ready to use, put your coffee into the cool room or, or into your fridge if you're a retail customer humidifier anything that's yeah wine if you've got a wine fridge yeah perfect yeah. you know or a cellar or yeah. a, even even under a staircase if you've got a lot of coffee if you've got if you're one of our big accounts in sydney that is receiving 150 kilos of coffee this week um uh put it under a stairwell yeah yeah just somewhere where it's got good temperature stability Still, preferably yeah. <laughs> not good temperature stability in the range of 30 plus degrees but temperature stability in the in the below, lower 20s below 20, or yeah. below yeah. 20 would be ideal uh, out, out of direct sunlight yeah yeah and, not and, next and, to a like not next to a fridge or something no. behind a fridge and, and once you pull it out of that cold storage then, then just keep it out. Don't don't yeah. be in and out, in and out, because then you then you've got that fluctu- yeah, yeah that fluctuation. Pull it out, use it, pull out the next bag. And I think for retail customers, I do this at home. Unopened bags. As soon as it gets to fourteen days and you're not brewing it, just stick it in the freezer. Yeah. And then it holds it there for. I've got some La Negrita uh, from last year. Yeah. So, and it's there's a full bag there. So yeah, we'll open it at Christmas time. Yeah, I think. As long as it is a full full bag, yes. because as soon as you get some oxygen in that bag yeah. and you put it in the freezer, then you get all sorts of condensation on the beans, and you can just yeah. muck it up when you pull it out. So, whole bags, unopened bags, in the freezer, in the freezer. Yep. Yeah, cool. awesome, cool. Is that is that is that everything? Um, yeah, that's pretty much everything. Um, I guess. Thanks so much for tuning in again. Um, if you'd like to, and thanks so much to Mitch for that question. Um, we, we might thrash out the other parts of the question at, at, at another time, in, a, in, a, in, in between, uh, into week yeah. um, uh, podcast. But please uh, keep the questions coming via the app or via SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Yeah, we've got um, a few more questions and we will touch on them over time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to try and do another podcast last next week, sorry, next Thursday. Um, we'll be finished up probably yeah, that, that, that'll, that'll be the last one for the year. And then our first one back will be like on the 12th, I think, of January. Yeah. I think, I think so we're that, hoping to have And, that, and yeah. we're getting some great listeners and listenership. Yeah, um, so um, thanks everybody so for that. I think we've had like 230 downloads or something. So that's, awesome. You know, for, I think, you know, I, was, I would have been glad with 10. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, totally. So, so stoked that it's working. So. Yeah. And I think we've got some tote bags it'll be done today all right if you'd like awesome Um, they'll be up on the website eventually cool three liter thursday tote bags cool filled with three liters of coffee (laughs) (laughs) if it's wet when it arrives sorry about the coffee missing (laughs) right on thanks awesome thanks guys have a wonderful week speak next week yep see ya bye